In this week's parsha, we learn about the mitzvah of Zechiras Yitzias Mitzrayim, remembering the exodus from Mitzrayim. So how do we fulfill this mitzvah? Chazal tell us, of Adam Every person is obligated to perceive as if he himself left Mitzrayim. But if we were never in Mitzrayim, so how can we imagine ourselves leaving Mitzrayim? Sir so Isaac shared that Slobodka Rosh Yeshiva offers a tremendous insight on how we can view ourselves as if we left Mitzrayim. He says that in order for us to really appreciate the miracle of how we were liberated from Mitzrayim, we must first truly recognize the full implications of what it meant to go down and be enslaved and tormented in Mitzrayim. We can't be in the proper frame of mind to fulfill the obligation of Ki'ilu Yatsam in Mitzrayim if we don't first fully understand the true impact of Ki'ilu Yarad in Mitzrayim. We can't fully appreciate the miracle of going out of Mitzrayim after 210 years of relentless torture unless we first understand what it means to be in that environment and being subjugated and oppressed by those ruthless Egyptians. And this is a fundamental idea in all aspects of life. It's human nature that we don't truly appreciate what we have until it's gone. We don't truly appreciate the gifts we possess until, God forbid, they're taken away from us. There's a famous message that says that on the first Shabbos of creation, other Mauritians saw the daylight diminishing. He became frightened. He had never experienced darkness before. And suddenly he felt himself becoming enveloped in a sea of blackness. He took two stones and rubbed them together and fire was created. After seeing light again, he was so excited that he established the bracha of Boira Ma'ira Hawesh. He thanked HaKadosh Baruch for the existence of fire, which produces light and warmth. And the question is, Adam had already experienced light for 36 hours, from when he was created on Friday until Matzah Shabbos. So why didn't he say Boira Ma'ira Hawesh for that light? And that light was far superior to the light of a small fire that emerged from those stones. So why did he wait until Matzah Shabbos? Why didn't he thank Hashem earlier for light? And the answer is this same principle. A person doesn't appreciate something unless he truly realizes what it means not to have it. A person doesn't appreciate the significance of something unless there's a real possibility that he might lose it and then have to live life without it. Someone who's undergoing surgery to restore his vision or if someone who, God forbid, is in danger of losing a limb, when they get it repaired to its original functioning, how grateful are they? How much more do they appreciate its value than a person who never had to face the anxiety of potentially losing something so precious as that? Every morning we make the bracha poikeach ivrim. We thank Hashem for returning our sight. During the night while we were asleep, it was as if we were blind. We take our sight for granted. We unfortunately don't appreciate it only when chas v'sholem, our sight is compromised. The Gemara says, Suma chashev kemes. A sightless person is equivalent to death. They can't take advantage of all the pleasures the world has to offer. Chazal say, it's as if they're not living. Perhaps the blessing of Pekeach Ibrim has a much more powerful message. The Pasik says in Parshish Kisava, Alecha kol ha'ela. And all these blessings will come upon you. V'hisigucha. It will overwhelm you. It will overtake you. So the question is, the expression, seems to be sufficient. V'hisigucha seems superfluous. What is that word trying to add? But perhaps the Torah is teaching us a fundamental life lesson. Sometimes a person can have all the blessings in the world, but they truly don't appreciate what they have. A person can be physically healthy, earn a nice living, have shalom bias, nachos from his children, 
but he doesn't realize his blessings or chooses not to acknowledge or appreciate his blessings. He finds things to complain about. Somebody else got more honor in shul. My neighbor has a nicer car. She got the bungalow closer to the pool. Trivial stuff like that. Such people are blind to the blessings Hashem has bestowed upon them. So we tell them, Every morning recite the bracha pakeach evrim. Open up your eyes and you'll see all the blessings that surround you. You might possess all the blessings in the world, but it's all for naught if you're oblivious to its benefits. Having all the brachas is not sufficient enough. The Torah adds, It will overtake you. You will realize the blessings in your life and you'll appreciate them. That is the ultimate blessing. This week we read about the 11th Maka, Maka's Choshech. The Pasuk says, There was a deep darkness in all of Mitzrayim. For three days, No one was able to see their brother. And the question is, the Torah says that the darkness was so deep, so profound, that the darkness was so thick to the point that it was tangible. You can physically feel the darkness. So why was it necessary for the Pasuk to add, It's clearly obvious. If there's such intense darkness, then obviously you couldn't see your fellow man. And the Chedush Harim says something phenomenal. Do you know why You know why there was such extreme darkness? Because Because no one saw the value in having a brother. The greatest darkness that can ever be is when we don't see the value in having a loyal friend. When we don't appreciate the qualities of our spouse and our family. When we take for granted the fact that we have people that love us and care about us. When we don't recognize our blessings, then our life is choshech v'afela. There's so much to be grateful for if we would just open up our eyes. And now we know. Have a wonderful Shabbos.